This is section 33 of the $30,000 Bequest and Other Stories by Mark Twain. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. A Monument to Adam Someone has revealed to the Tribune that I once suggested to Rev. Thomas K. Beecher of Elmira, New York, that we get up a monument to Adam, and that Mr. Beecher favored the project. There is more to it than that. The matter started as a joke, but it came somewhat near to materializing. It is long ago, thirty years. Mr. Darwin's Descent of Man had been in print five or six years, and the storm of indignation raised by it was still raging in pulpits and periodicals. In tracing the genesis of the human race back to its sources, Mr. Darwin had left Adam out altogether. We had monkeys and missing links and plenty of other kinds of ancestors, but no Adam. Jesting with Mr. Beecher and other friends in Elmira, I said there seemed to be a likelihood that the world would discard Adam and accept the monkey, and that in the course of time Adam's very name would be forgotten in the earth. Therefore this calamity ought to be averted. A monument would accomplish this, and Elmira ought not to waste this honorable opportunity to do Adam a favor and herself a credit. Then the unexpected happened. Two bankers came forward and took hold of the matter, not for fun, not for sentiment, but because they saw in the monument certain commercial advantages for the town. The project had seemed gently humorous before. It was more than that now, with this stern business gravity injected into it. The bankers discussed the monument with me. We met several times. They proposed an indestructible memorial to cost $25,000. The insane oddity of a monument set up in a village to preserve a name that would outlast the hills and the rocks without any such help would advertise Elmira to the ends of the earth and draw custom. It would be the only monument on the planet to Adam, and in the matter of interest and impressiveness could never have a rival until somebody should set up a monument to the Milky Way. People would come from every corner of the globe and stop off to look at it. No tour of the world would be complete that left out Adam's monument. Elmira would be a Mecca. There would be pilgrim ships at pilgrim rates, pilgrim specials on the continent's railways. Libraries would be written about the monument. Every tourist would Kodak it. Models of it would be for sale everywhere in the earth its form would become as familiar as the figure of Napoleon. One of the bankers subscribed $5,000, and I think the other one subscribed half as much, but I do not remember with certainty now whether that was the figure or not. We got designs made. Some of them came from Paris. In the beginning, as a detail of the project, when it was yet a joke, I had framed a humble and beseeching and perfervid petition to Congress begging the government to build the monument as a testimony of the great republic's gratitude to the father of the human race, and as a token of her loyalty to him in this dark day of his humiliation, when his older children were doubting him and deserting him. It seemed to me that this petition ought to be presented now. It would be widely and feelingly abused and ridiculed and cursed, and would advertise our scheme and make our ground-floor stock go off briskly. So I sent it to General Joseph R. Hawley, who was then in the House, and he said he would present it but he did not do it. I think he explained that when he came to read it he was afraid of it, 
it was too serious too gushy too sentimental the house might take it for earnest we ought to have carried out our monument scheme we could have managed it without any great difficulty and elmira would now be the most celebrated town in the universe very recently i began to build a book in which one of the minor characters touches incidentally upon a project for a monument to adam and now the tribune has come upon a trace of the forgotten jest of thirty years ago apparently mental telegraphy is still in business it is odd but the freaks of mental telegraphy are usually odd a humane word from satan the following letter signed by satan and purporting to come from him we have reason to believe was not written by him but by mark twain editor to the editor of harper's weekly dear sir and kinsman let us have done with this frivolous talk the american board accepts contributions from me every year then why shouldn't it from mr rockefeller in all the ages three-fourths of the support of the great charities has been conscience money as my books will show then what becomes of the sting when that term is applied to mr rockefeller's gift the american board's trade is financed mainly from the graveyards bequests you understand conscience money confession of an old crime and deliberate perpetration of a new one for deceased contribution is a robbery of his heirs shall the board decline bequests because they stand for one of these offenses every time and generally for both allow me to continue the charge most persistently and resentfully and remorselessly dwelt upon is that mr rockefeller's contribution is incurably tainted by perjury perjury proved against him in the courts it makes us smile down in my place because there isn't a rich man in your vast city who doesn't perjure himself every year before the tax board they are all caked with perjury many layers thick ironclad so to speak if there is one that isn't i desire to acquire him for my museum and will pay dinosaur rates will you say it isn't infraction of the law but only annual evasion of it comfort yourselves with that nice distinction if you like for the present but by and by when you arrive i will show you something interesting a whole hell full of evaders sometimes a frank lawbreaker turns up elsewhere but i get those others every time to return to my muttons i wish you to remember that my rich perjurers are contributing to the american board with frequency it is money filched from the sworn off personal tax therefore it is the wages of sin therefore it is my money therefore it is i that contributed and finally it is therefore as i have said since the board daily accepts contributions from me why should it decline them from mr rockefeller who is as good as i am let the courts say what they may satan end of section thirty three